0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm
1: the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. We've got to have another great awakening, which is a national revival, which is repentance. If not, we are losing the republic. And only the church can stop this insanity if the church can be filled with Pentecost. Once again, Eagle Saving Nations, my website, worldministries.org. I have with me special guest, Mark Doolittle out of Tennessee. Welcome, Mark. Yes. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me. I've enjoyed your fellowship, your friendship. I've known you for a long time. In fact, how long have we known each other?
2: Well, it's been over 20 years. I' Pretty close to 25 years, I would say. You know, when we moved to Oregon back in 98, and I know immediately I started listening to you on the radio and uh, then brought my family up and we uh, celebrated the Feast of Tabernacles. Yes, yes. You know, and, and pretty much we've been, uh, you know, fellowshipping and, and praying for each other and, you know, all that stuff ever since.
1: Well, that's true. And, you know, the Feast of Tabernacles just ended again. We celebrated it again here. But uh, I've also visited you in Tennessee.
2: Yes, and I was just going to say that. I wanted to thank you both for uh, coming, you know, as you were traveling through this great state of Tennessee, and you both stopped and prayed for us and prayed for my wife because she had been going through some surgeries. And, And I wanted to just thank you both again.
1: Well, you're welcome, Mark. We've had a good relationship. I know here, the staff, you know, I have a staff service. Uh, since you've been here, we actually have a chapel and everything. Very nice, state of the art that we worship every single week with the staff of WMI and their families, and it, it's great. But when you were here, you actually let us in worship. You know, you're a great worship leader with your guitar. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I haven't done much of that lately. Oh, my goodness, you're gonna have to pick up that old guitar because uh, you can yeah, make it uh, you can make it sing.
2: It's sitting back here behind me. Uh, and uh, uh, uh. I actually had a little I had a little accident. My bow caught my finger. I ended up with twelve stitches. Oh no, and so I haven't been able to play like I want to. okay, so okay. it will get
1: better. yeah, you bet we're gonna have to pray for that. I mean, whoever heard of like David uh, uh, going through without his harp? You got to have your guitar. <laughs> That's right. I agree. Now, Mark, um, what led you to write this kind of a book? The book you wrote, it says, The 2030 Apocalypse. Well,
2: you know, after many years of hearing messages from pastors that I've loved, respected, they were all teaching, tri- uh, you know, pre tribulation. And when I first got the message from actually you and about the post, it really opened up a whole new world for me. And so really from back in, you know, say 2000, I really started uh, studying and finding out that, you know, the pre-tribulation has only been around that message for 150 years and 90% of the church all believe in it. And it's not true. And matter of fact, I wrote down scriptures, which I know, you know, by heart, but Matthew 24 If we go through Matthew 24 from 5 to 29, right at 29, after it says that we're going to go through these things, where this is coming on us and all this, and then right at the end, but immediately after the tribulations of those days, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give it light. You know, so it says there, then in Mark 13, again, it talks about that we are going to be afflicted. You know, the Bible says, for if we suffer, we also shall reign. We're going to go through these things, but we don't have to worry about it. Well, that's and that's what ended up. I thought about, okay, how many people have I passed in my past on witnessing on the streets and all this that really don't know about end times? Because everybody says, oh, we're in end times, aren't we? But they really don't know what's going to happen. So it inspired me just to start writing this book on on end times, even though it's
1: fictional. The end time story is very biblical. Well, you're so, so very true. And uh, I'm sure you have it in your book. You know, you get into the seventh Trump and the dead in Christ rising and uh, we that are alive will remain to meet him in the air. And uh, obviously, the seventh Trump is at the end at the Battle of Armageddon. And uh, how in the world can there be two raptures? And so, (laughs) (laughs) it it makes no sense, does it, Mark? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, you say you remove the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit is what leads that tremendous revival in the last days. How can you do it without the Holy Spirit? So, it just makes no sense other than you want to escape reality.
2: Yes, and that's what they're doing. It's a love message. I mean, it's a great love story that... You know, we come down and I mean, he comes down and and all of those that live like whores get to meet him up in the air and it's not going to happen. And that's why judgment will come on the body of Christ first, because there's no way that God is coming back for a bunch of people that are not living right. It doesn't. I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me.
1: Well, that leads me right into my next question. What is the book about?
2: Well, the book like i said it's a fictional story with fictional characters and the book is talking about this journalist is uh john thomas who is a new york city journalist and i won't give away too much but but he has an encounter with with four different men and uh which uh two of them are pastors one has had kind of a falling away but came back and then uh and then uh Pastor David, he is he is like yourself. He is this guy that he is just going forth, he's sharing the message, he runs across him, totally has a transformation in his life. He goes and they want to help all these different people. And then the antichrist, he he as a journalist has to go talk to this uh and this this is the people the audience is really gonna love and the, before he becomes the Antichrist, his name is Michael Shark and Michael Shark is a, a entrepreneur, a multi billionaire who has created the cryptocurrencies and he ends up everybody wants to know what he thinks. And, you know, because he's got so much power, he's kind of like an Elon Musk and uh, well, he goes to a G7 meeting and something happens to him. I won't give it give it away, but something happens to him. But he does die. He comes back and the Antichrist enters his body. And then the story just starts to unfold from there. Wow. But How there's you- a very encouraging message through the the book, though. I want people to, you know, it's just not a gloom and doom. It's a very encouraging book. It's a book that should get people, you know, starting to think that I need to be the remnant of God. That's my main purpose.
1: Well, that's so true. I mean, um I spoke a message not too long ago. It's time to wholly trust the Lord. To fully mm-hmm. trust the Lord. And so faith and it actually means total trust if if you understand to to please god you have to totally trust in him faith without Amen. works is dead if you don't trust him you can't obey him uh, if you don't trust in him you don't see miracles so it, literally it's time to fully trust the lord because we're going to need those miracles in the days that lie ahead yes
2: and you know in this book i talk about the new world order the new world bank the new world currency the mark of the beast and how this all comes in play so it's uh we're going to have to trust the lord through every bit of this you bet mark
1: how did you prepare in order to write
2: this book well you know that was funny because i don't really know or think if i prepared uh but the holy spirit had prepared me is what i would rather say you know through just learning the truth i mean jesus said that i must go and I'm going to send you a helper. He's going to give you all wisdom, knowledge, understanding of all things. Uh, so the Holy Spirit's really, after all the teachings that I've heard from yourself, from another pastor David, you know, these messages have all just been in my heart, you know, and then the word and and so I've always been a a writer of music, and my father was also a writer. And, and not professional but a but also a great writer I've always written poems music songs and for some reason god just put this on my heart and this book came out literally in two months wow it was just it was I it, i couldn't put it down I was writing every day wow and so I knew it was the holy spirit I did I knew that he wanted me to write this well that's so how that's
1: I get many of my messages, uh, words, prophecies that way, whether it's three o'clock in the morning, but all of a sudden I just like take dictation. I know it's God and I get up and just start writing and then I put it out there and then it comes to pass. And so, uh, you know, if you have a relationship with God long enough, you know, if something is from God uh, and, and not from Caesar's pizza. Amen.
2: Yep. You know, God hates religion because it kills, it separates us all from the truth and that's what's happening in the body of christ is there's so much false teaching there's uh so many false religions every you know you see these stickers that you know that we all they got every religion on the planet on one thing and they want they think we all need to just get along jesus said i'm the way the truth and the life and no man is going to come to the father but through me we can't get along with he said to be separate from it you know separate yourself from these people don't even eat with these people but when you talk to christians and you know they the first thing they'll say oh no you can't judge people you know you can't do this you you know you'll never win them and you know it's it's always this lukewarm sissified message. And I've never been about that. I've always been about, you know, It's probably why I've been able to lead over a couple hundred people to the Lord is because I'm not afraid to tell them who is God, you know, and that's always been, uh, you know, he put that in me. I was, when I was, when I went through school, pastor, I didn't read many books. Okay. I'm probably one of the most illiterate people when it comes to speaking. Okay. Writing. I wasn't good in English, so I knew that this was the Holy Spirit that was leading and designing this book, and so I just, I just have to go with it.
1: <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, you're watching, listening to the Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. I've got the author of the book, The 2030 Apocalypse, Mark Doolittle. He's on with me right now. Mark, what do you want to see happen with this kind of book?
2: Well, the ultimate goal is to draw people to Christ, of course, to read and find out and be prepared spiritually for end times. You know, when, when Nissan 1 comes, which is going to be 2030, according to the lunar calendar, You won't be able to get ready. You better be ready because when this stuff starts coming, you're going to be running. These people that are unsaved and people that are not ready, they're going to be running to and fro trying to figure out what they have to do. That's not the time. You know what? I always said, Pastor, that our life is like a balloon with a hole in it. You have to keep blowing that thing to keep it ready. So when it's time for God to answer a prayer, you've got air in there, you know, you've got that prayer in there that's covering you. But if you're going to wait to the last second and that that balloon is sitting on the ground, you got to start blowing it. It's going to take you a long time to actually get something going. So we need to be prepared. We are the remnant of God. And so the remnant of God are the ones that God is going to use in these end times, as you know, that we are going to be the voice and God is going to protect us just like he did Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, just like he did in Passover when the Holy Spirit came through. You know, they were covered. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. We have nothing to fear.
1: Nothing. Well, you know, you're you mentioned a few characters in the Bible. So, who is your favorite character in this book?
2: Well, I again because uh I love people like yourself. <laughs> you know, I uh I love strong, bold people and uh, so, Pastor David in this book, I believe he's going to be my favorite, and only because he is the one that is out there. He's the one, he's he's ahead of the, uh, you know, I, I named it the remnant church, okay? But these are the people that believe in a post-tribulation. These, these are all the people in this church that know that these things are coming. So, when these things start to come, And he has many outreaches in this book. He's got three or four different cities that are all on board, and they're all doing the same thing. But I believe that uh, Pastor David is going to be everybody's favorite
1: character. You know, I understand the book is fictional, but is there some truth?
2: Absolutely. You know, the truth is is how it all will end. And the things such as the One World Order, the One World Bank, currency, how Satan sets up his kingdom. And once the bowls Start to open I talk about The you know the bowls like The first bowl when the first Bowl opens and and people have already Took in the mark the bowl They end up getting boils all The people that took the mark of the beast End up with boils on them and That's why you know if you Talk to anybody uh, when it Comes across you know about End times and stuff It ever, seems like everybody knows that there's going to be a mark or there's a chip or they, you know, they, they have all this false information in their head. They really don't know. And, and that's why, that's one of the reasons I said that I want to do this book because I want people to be prepared for uh, this truth that needs to get out. And I I'm only doing it, pastor, you're doing it the way that God called you, you go out there and you present the gospel of Christ and you do it so well, and you are a man of truth, and, and you're very bold, and and people trust you. People don't know me. So this is a fictional book with a fictional uh, characters that anybody in the United States or global can pick up, start to read, but guess what? By the end, they're gonna start to see how the end times are gonna unravel.
1: Great. What made you choose the particular time period or setting for your story?
2: Well, this was easy
1: because everybody,
2: again, is, is every, everybody's talking about end times. OK, uh, most people are, you know, in a trance. They, they really don't know anything on the subject. I mean, that's just you. You know that. And uh, I mean, people are still, you know, believing in pre-tribulation and people even make fun of that. But people thought Obama was the Antichrist you know and the liberals are saying trump was the antichrist because so many people follow him even now because he wants to drain the swamp but what they don't understand is that a swamp goes deep and wide as you know from storos bill gates rothschilds rockefeller anyone else who's a part of the illuminati and there's no one that can save this world okay only jesus and we know that Jesus is coming back and he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. And we're going to come back in our glorified bodies after that. So uh, that's, you know, that's going to be an exciting, that's
1: not going to be a scary time. This is, this is exciting times, don't you think? Well, I think it's very exciting. I mean, uh, we have a chance. The, the Bible says the prophets and apostles wish they were in this last battle. Uh, to swing the sword, so to speak, to usher in the kingdom of God. So yeah, it's exciting times. I mean, sure, it's going to be challenging times. You're going to have to have faith. You're going to have to have total trust in God. If you want to walk through the shadow of death and uh, there's going to be persecution, there's going to be uh, a lot of problems. We know it in the book of Revelation, but yet I'm more excited than I've ever been. I know nobody can I know Amen. nobody can touch me unless God allows it. And uh, if God allows it, then I have instant glory. I'm promoted. And so then I'll rule and reign because I believe the ones that will really rule and reign are the martyrs. They've proven their loyalty to the death. And so um, I'll tell you what, I, I've done too many programs with uh, people that have come back from the dead, uh, what they've seen in heaven or hell. And let me tell you, and I, I've... I've seen too much, too much of everything, instant healings. And I'll tell you what, uh, God is real. And uh, there's no such thing as death for you and me, Mark, or anybody that knows Jesus as Lord and Savior. We are just in a time right now to usher in the kingdom of God. And to me, that's very exciting. Amen. Amen. What would you like to tell my listeners about the end times that could help them?
2: Well, I think everyone should know. You just was bringing this up about the the apostles. You know, the apostles all walked with Jesus, but they also um, they all believed that they were going to see the rapture.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, and uh, but they also all suffered terrible deaths. That uh, these were righteous men who went out and spread the word. They left their jobs. They they uh, they left their houses and their families, all for Jesus. And we don't have people doing that today. You know, people are, you know, they're, they're all in more and more into the world. They're not more and more into Christ. And, uh, you know, we have to know that Jesus is going to protect us through the fire, through the tribulations, the plagues, the pestilences. And he is going to be, uh, the, the when he comes back, he we're gonna then the dead in christ shall come and and then we will go meet him in the air but you know i i tell this quick story if you don't mind but you know to me i'm a very common man okay and i see things in black and white and how i look at this is if you look at uh the you know satan and a third of the angels okay being cast out of heaven now do, you, do people really think that that God wants to bring up a bunch more that are going to rebel and turn against him again? OK, no. Right. That's right. So this year on Earth is a is boot camp. And we need to get right. We better prepare ourselves spiritually like never before. We better know the word because you might not have a Bible one day and you better know the word. You better be able to speak the word. You better do the word. And you better be that remnant of God in these last days like never before. And that's not a scary thing. It's an exciting thing. And I just think that uh, we're going to we're going to have a great,
1: uh, a great last days. Amen. Now, if this book is successful and sells 100,000 copies, what would you do next?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a giver. And, uh, you know, uh, it won't change who I am in Christ, but I will be a, vo- a voice in the wilderness crying out more. I will support more ministry like you and and being able to give more so you can do more, which I've been. Uh, you know, certain times in our life, we've, we've been able to do that. We've gone through a lot of things. I mean, you know, I've got four kids and we've been, you know, we've had to take care of them and going through college and, you know, and, uh, and so, but I believe that when this happens, and I believe that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just at this time. And I really truly believe that this book is going to reach the nation's I really do believe that God is going to bless this book uh, because he knows my heart and what I will do with what happens
1: from this book. Amen. When will this book, the 2030 apocalypse time is running out. When will it be available?
2: Well, right now uh, I sent you the cover and that is the cover of it. So they have, uh, They've finished the cover. They've edited the first chapter. Um, Again, it's going to be about 150 pages. So they're uh, predicting about two to three months. Uh, And for this book to be covered, it will be in all. Yep, that's it. It will be in all uh, digital platforms of Apple, Amazon, uh, Kindle, people will be able to download this book for $9.95 or whatever the cost will be. And then after we get the, that and we've uh, brought in some revenue, we're going to then be able to make some hard cop- copies and paperback copies and try to get them on the shelves so people can have them in their hand. Because I believe just that you're holding that up, I believe that cover right there is going, the Holy Spirit is going to draw people through that Right there, they're going to pick their life forever. And I, I believe that in the name of Jesus.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Special guest, Mark Doolittle. I just interviewed him about the book, The 2030 Apocalypse. Time is running out. Mark Thank you for being on the warning program.
2: Thank you, Pastor. And uh, I can't wait to see you again.
1: Well, likewise. God bless you.
2: Okay, God bless.